Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. Waiting on God is one of the hardest things you can do, or at least for me it was and still is, as I'm sure it is for most people and probably for you if you're reading this blog, especially when you're waiting on God. As people, we want what we want when we want it and we don't want to wait. And if it's something that we're going to get anyway and belongs to us, then why do we have to wait for it? Why do we have to wait for our husband? Why do we have to wait for our business to take off? Why do we have to wait for God to move on our behalf? Why can't God just do what he says he's going to do? And why can't he do that right now? As someone who has been in a season of waiting for a whole bunch of things many, many, many times, I have learned that it comes down to these two things. Either you're waiting on God or God is waiting on you. And many people probably don't even know the difference. If your waiting season is God ordained, then you have to trust God's timing, even if it's self-inflicted. Then God is waiting on you and you're probably not doing something that God asked you to do, thus holding yourself back. Before I get into what to do when you're waiting on God, check out the video below for more tips on understanding why God won't give me what I want, aka reasons why you might be waiting. And also don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking the link down below. So number one, are you waiting for the right thing? The fact of the matter is, is that I can sit and wait for a leprechaun to come knocking on my front door with a pot of gold, but just because I'm waiting for that to happen does not make it true. It does not mean it's going to happen, nor does it mean that what I'm waiting for is of God. Waiting for something that is just a pipe dream or something that God did not tell you to wait for will only end in frustration because you're going to be waiting and waiting and waiting and nothing is going to happen because it is not meant for you. Waiting for something that is just a pipe dream or something that God did not tell you to wait for will only end in frustration because you're going to be waiting and waiting and nothing is going to happen because it is not meant for you to have what you're waiting for. You are envious and cannot attain the object of your envy so you fight and battle. You do not have because you do not ask it of God. You ask God for something and do not receive it because you ask with the wrong motives, out of selfishness or with unrighteous agenda, so that when you get what you want, you may spend it on your hedistic desires. James 4, 2-3 What are your motives? Why do you want what you want and what do you plan to do with it? Are they selfish? Is it out of jealousy or covetousness? If so, you're going to be waiting until infinity and beyond because God is not going to give it to you. He's not going to give you that husband you always long for because you just want to use and abuse their wallet. He's not going to give you something that will ruin you or someone else. Number two, waiting on God because God is waiting on you. Oftentimes when we are in a season of waiting, God is waiting on you. There have been some things that you were told to do, something he told you to work on, or even somewhere that he asked you to go, but yet and still you have not done it yet. Therefore, your season of waiting is because of you. It is because you have not done what you needed to do in order to move forward and for your wait to be over, which I have a separate blog post on that and you can click the link down below to read. If God wants you to move to another level and you have not done your part, then you're just going to be stuck waiting like a fool until you get up and finish what God wants you to do. The best story to illustrate my point is the story of Moses in the promised land. When they left Egypt, it was supposed to take them under two weeks to get to the promised land and a two-week trip turned into 40 years. How on earth did that happen? Can't even tell you. They just kept wandering around the desert, complaining and doing the exact opposite of what God was telling them to do thus waiting and waiting, some even dying and never getting to the promised land because they were being hard-headed and refusing to do what they were supposed to do in order to get what God promised them. 
Your bodies will fall in this wilderness, all who were numbered in senses, everyone twenty years of age or older, because you have grumbled against me. Surely none of you will enter the land in which I swore to settle to you. Numbers 14.30 God was waiting for them all this time, and they never got it together, and they wasted their whole lives wanting to get somewhere that they had the power to change if only they would have fill in the blank. Don't be that person complaining that you're waiting on God and what God is not doing when really you are the one who needs to make the move. Also check out my video below on how not doing what God wants you to do can cause God to turn his hand against you. Number three, you may be waiting on God because God is pruning your character. Oftentimes in the waiting season, there's stuff happening to you. And oftentimes the stuff that is happening to you is not pleasant. But understand that these things are not to break you, but to build your character and to make you stronger. Does any of this sound familiar? You are waiting. And then all of these crazy things may be happening to you and you just cannot figure out why and when you are going to move to the next season of your life because this season sucks. For example, you may be waiting for a man or a good relationship, but while you're waiting, God is pruning you, teaching you how to be happy on your own and with him, which is God, and not to be dependent on a relationship. Yes, you are lonely. Yes, it sucks. But the point of it all, the point is to prepare you for what you are waiting for by not making you dependent on what you are waiting for. Another example for me was when I was in a season of waiting for a better job. I had gotten this job after being laid off and it was making a whole lot less than what I was making before. I was doing everything right, taking actions, and still it seemed like I was going nowhere. And while I was going nowhere, I was at a job that I hated, making less money than I had been making before. And people were talking behind my back and everything just kept going wrong and there was nothing that I can do about it. I did eventually get a better job, but but first there was a lesson to be learned. In my old job, I coveted money. I had a huge issue with how I saw money and how I managed money. It was not that God did not want to give me a better job. He wanted me to get a better job only once he refined my character so that I was not chasing the wrong things, aka money. When I conquered that issue, that's when I got what I wanted. So what are you waiting for? And more importantly, what is the lesson that is going on while you wait? What is God trying to teach you? Who does he want you to become? Where does he want you to go? And are you the type of person you need to be that if he were to take you there tomorrow, would you fit into that environment? God wants to give you what you want, but not if you are going to ruin it with your issues, which is why he will often work on you and require you to change for the good before ending your waiting period. Number four, waiting on God means getting closer to God. God is our father and he wants us to talk to him. He does not want us just going about our day, not even caring or acknowledging that he's there. So oftentimes God puts us in a season of waiting so that we can get closer to him. Think of it this way. You can fix your face to ask God for what you want, wait, and then any other time you ignore God and pretend like he does not exist. When you're in a season of waiting and you know that there is nothing that you can do to get out of the season of waiting on your own, that is when you have to rely on God. You have to talk to him, pray, and grow your relationship with God. God is not going to tolerate you being his child and not talking to him. That is not polite for anyone to do. And that is why God may be trying to wake you up and get your attention, putting you at a standstill and letting you know that if there is something that you want, and if there is something that you need, then you better open up your mouth and get talking to him, especially if you want God to be the one to move on your behalf. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6.33 Remember God comes first and foremost. Put him first and get what you want. And if you're not getting what you want, put God first and God will at least tell you why you're not getting what you want. 
You can watch my videos down below on how to have a relationship with God over just practicing religion. Number five, you may be waiting on God because things are not in place yet. There may be some things that you need to figure out, people that you need to cut off in your life, or something that you need to do that's holding you back. God may be moving things or people behind the scenes, and because they have the free will, they may not be in the place they need to be in in order to help you out. Sometimes you just have to sit back and allow God to work his magic. That is where trust comes in, and that's the basic definition of faith. Now, faith is assurance, title deed, confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen. The conviction of their reality, faith, comprehends as fact what we cannot be experienced by the physical senses. Hebrews 11.1 Number 6. Tired of Waiting What you can do if you are waiting. If you are waiting on God, then some of the above suggestions should have helped you out. But in case you are confused on where to even start, then this is something that anyone can do no matter why you are waiting and what category you fall into. Do the last thing God told you to do. I bet if you really think deep down there was something that God told you to do that you may be refusing to do or you simply don't want to do. Is it to move? Is it to help someone? Is it to go back to school? What is it? Do that thing and maybe that will end your season of waiting. You could be waiting because you're stubborn. God may have given you a direction but you refuse to follow it. Get closer to God and pray for his direction and his wisdom in case you're just at a loss on what you should be doing. Be a better person and strengthen your character. When all else fails, wait in peace and do not get bitter or angry in your season of waiting. Become a better person, open up your Bible and read it, learn from it, and follow what is in it. Click the link down below to learn how to read the Bible if you're at a loss on where to start. You can never go wrong with following the words of God and through that process you may get clarity and maybe it's what's needed to end your wait. So these are all the tips that I have when you're waiting on God. If you're single and waiting on God, then I encourage you to check out my video on things that you can do while you wait, which you can watch below. And also don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if you know someone who needs to read this post, then don't be afraid to share it with them.